Welcome to The Pulse on Akaville Radio, hosted by Rachel Schoenbaum. Welcome to another episode of The Pulse. Hi, I'm your host, Rachel, and I am so thrilled to be welcoming with me today Mark and Felix from Academy at University of Bristol. They're going to be chatting about their debut album, which is about to be released momentarily. It's called Exhibit A. And I just want to say hi, first off, to Mark and Felix. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having us. So I would love to ask about how Exhibit A came to be. So it was kind of something we were planning on doing for this year, I think. Me and Felix met up in like May, June last year and we're like, this is something we want to get done. Like we'd released a single by that point, but we were like, no, we want to be able to make an album. We want to have something to show. And so we always knew going into last year that was something we wanted to do. And yeah, we were like, wanted it to be quite small but we did want to be able to show that we did have seven songs that could be an album. Yeah. What about this time or maybe what about your rep now made it the right time for you to choose to immortalize songs this way? There is the kind of added element that this is the group turned five last year. And so it was at a point where the group had kind of got to a point where it had solidified itself. It kind of come to terms with what it what musically its identity what it went for in kind of performance and what we'd kind of gained a, a reputation for and so it kind of felt that was the right time to say here's a definitive product of what we do and what kind of music we want to put out what kind of thing we want to share with people yeah so i'm guessing that your repertoire is deeper than seven and it must have been a process to figure out which songs you wanted to immortalize can you talk a little bit about how you chose yeah, so we, so obviously going into there, we knew we wanted to do an album. And so we said to people, if you want to arrange a song, feel free to arrange a song, what needs to be done by this date. And so we had a vote on it as a group, actually. We knew that we wanted our ICCA set in it, but we voted on the other two songs that were going to be in the album based on having done them slightly in rehearsals before. So we did, I'd say, like an hour on each arrangement, and then we had a blind anonymous vote to sort out the last two songs on the album, which, yeah. It it was kind of a win-win, because through encouraging people to do those arrangements, and there are so many musically gifted people in that group, it's it's ridiculous. At the end of the day, you were coming out with a load of good arrangements for the group to perform, regardless of whether they were recorded or not. So it was kind of a win-win scenario for everyone involved. And yeah, we put it to a vote at the end of it, came out with the seven that we have. And yeah, we're delighted. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about the recording process? Because did this happen, you know, partly during the pandemic when things were, you know, maybe not there wasn't as much opportunity to rehearse together. Yeah, it was a bit of a nightmare as you can imagine. Because we'd set out in January, me and Fix sat down being like, he's here weekends we want to record songs on. And then midway through March, everyone had to go home. And me and Felix were on Zoom and we were like, we need to get this done at some point. We've <laughs> recorded five out of seven. <laughs> oh no. So the last two songs that we recorded, we had not rehearsed together at all when we recorded them. Felix had released them and he'd gone through them individually with people, but we hadn't actually heard it all together until we'd recorded it all, until we'd put them all together. Wow. Which was a very, very weird process to go through. I can imagine. Can you talk a little bit about what that was like for you? It was very laborious, but kind of, it wouldn't have happened if everyone hadn't pulled their weight, if everyone hadn't committed 100% and gone, you know what, we've worked. Because the first half of the year, before everything kind of got very interesting, we'd record it in my flat. The recording engineer, James, is someone who 
did the same course as me and is a phenomenal phenomenal recording engineer and it would it was two mattresses mine and his set up in our front <laughs> room with his microphone with us sitting on the kitchen table with our laptops when the pandemic started we didn't really feel comfortable getting 12 13 people into our flat week after week to say to breathe everywhere <laughs> right. but uh in terms of the the two last songs that uh ended up being recorded in the summer it was very much we had to say we knew we had to get out as many resources as possible make as much time for anyone there are people in the group who don't read music who are um some are classically trained some music theater some pop some hardly anything before so it was very much making sure we worked with everyone but it couldn't have happened with without every single one of them throwing everything they had at it and the two that came out at the end and the two that were recorded in the summer i won't say which ones they are one of them we're hearing today i believe but they came out so so brilliantly we just couldn't have asked for anything more absolutely well i mean i, I took a listen to both songs that we will be sharing with folks and i couldn't even guess that it wasn't done in in a full studio in a full sort of quote unquote normal way. I wonder, can you talk a little bit about your collaboration maybe is the word with Liquid Fifth and having them edit and mix the album together? Yeah, so we reached out to Liquid Fifth last year to get involved with a debut single which was kind of the precursor to this it was we kind of thought of it as a trial run while at the same time putting out our first professional single those guys are amazing i have no idea how they do what they do you could throw them anything i could record something using a potato turn it into grammy winning I, ridiculousness they are so so brilliant um meredith who runs the whole up who runs the operation and was the one communicating with us amazing just made it so seamless for both mark and i who talking now sound like we're oh, very knowledgeable and know everything we still <laughs> have no idea how this whole thing works and uh she was amazing but the creative people over there and the way they went about what they did they honestly there, there is nothing about this album that i i would change now because they are they they're just that good they've they've turned it around into something that we can be really really proud of and it, it's been wonderful working with them up to this point well i think there's no better introduction to hear a tune from the album but before we do i would love to ask you about this one in, in particular bang 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 originally performed by mark ronson in the business in, uh, international and i wonder if you could tell me a little bit about how that tune came to be in your rep in the first place this is a song kind of from 2010, 2011, and Alistair, who's one of our baritones and is now the music director of the group, it was one we'd mentioned when he auditioned as being songs, kind of throwback songs, turn of the decade, really, and kind of that had faded into obscurity. And I was listening to some throwback Spotify playlist, and it came on, and it was in that summer period where you're searching for, oh, what do we start the year with, repertoire-wise? And it came on, and it was perfect. And I sent it to him and he just turned around and went, yes, now. And so uh. we started, it was the first song, came in first rehearsal after auditions, bashed through it and it sounded so great from the word go. And yeah, there was, there was no question about this one going on the album. We're really, really happy with this one. Yeah, well, you'll be really happy with it too. Let's take a listen to Bang Bang Bang, as I mentioned, originally performed by Mark Ronson in the Business International. The soloists are Kaylin Patel, Harry Clements, and Charles Crow. The arranger is Felix Dickinson. The VP is Ian Sang and Felix Dickinson. And here are Academy with Bang Bang Bang. One, two, three. Uh. 
turn it up a little bit more. Oh, let's go, come on. I'm plucking feathers one by one by one. No more skylarking around my head. Your information, but there's no hiding it behind molting feathers. On the plane, on my brain, about to do the show. 40k contract, take it out the dough. Die symbolize my life, roll them on the flow. From your grubby hands as you in the grandstand. You love it. Life we live a bon bon vie Hotter than a book while we watch the TV Think you got us fooled Oh, never again First time you shame on me Second time you're down with M.O. Alouette, Alouette, Alouette No way, hey Bang your head, I'm silhouette I'm not more Murella I'm not more Murella Come on, come on, come on Bang your head, Alouette I'm silhouette Because it's too late
That was incredible. Like so well done. I love like the French elements in it and sort of the, the hard style that you guys put to it. It was really, really well done. Thank you very much. Sure. I wonder if you can talk a little bit about, you know, in this, as your semester, your your term started for the year, like how has the group been handling sort of not being able to be together in the way you have in the past? Yeah, it's it's been very, very surreal, actually, because normally we'd go through a massive audition process where, you know, you'd be in this tiny room, in the students union, and people would come in one by one, they'd sing their audition songs for you. And, you know, again, you'd have recalls and you'd have 20 people in a room and then you'd go out to the pub afterwards to like chat with them. And of course, this year you can do that. So they were all entirely online. And so our management team this year just had a stockpile of videos to go through. And it's so hard to get to grips with like musical sounds over video when you're not there in person. So they've done a phenomenal job and we've managed to have two rehearsals in person between people isolating and various lockdowns. But we've now moved on to Zoom rehearsals, which again, are so surreal, but I'm so like, I'm so enjoying them just because it's something to do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it makes me wonder, are there changes that you've made to your process that you feel actually might be beneficial going forwards that you might actually embrace and use even when things ease up? Yeah, so we would normally have two rehearsals a week. We managed to get an hour slot for each of them this year. And now that we moved on to Zoom, our MD, Alistair, has said that on the Tuesday slot, you can come to him with any problems you have as like a drop-in session. And then on Thursday, we'll all come together. You know, our mics not be able to hear each other. But yeah, it's quite different because you never normally have that one-on-one element unless you specifically asked. But he's been very encouraging as, you know, I want you to come to me every like week or two with something to bring up which yeah I I imagine that's something we will keep on going forwards because it is so useful just to be able to go over something one-on-one with someone yeah what about other goals that you have for maybe next term or this coming year do you you guys have things that you're hoping that the group will do and and achieve so I think one of the main things that we're attempting to do is yeah it's been a long time in the running but we've been wanting to do for ages an all-male charity gig for mental health awareness it was something that was brought up by the group manager before me liam and now the current group manager seb is planning on actually making something out of it of having a collection of all-male groups come together perform raise money for a good cause and it's something that we're all quite passionate about and we've all wanted to happen for so so long and hopefully i imagine seb is going to make it happen no matter what no matter what obstacles are put in his way yeah what about that do you feel speaks to to you guys specifically what why why that cause I mean, obviously, the intrinsic connection is that we are an all-male group, especially like suicide is the leading cause for death for men under 45. Such a massive kind of issue that a lot of awareness can be brought to it. But yeah, I think especially in the arts, there's a bit of a stigma about men being in the arts and enjoying that. So it's been something we've wanted to do for a while just to bring attention to that and to raise money for a cause that a lot of us have gone through. Yeah. Are there particular, I don't know, songs that speak to you in this genre that you feel like could help shed light on some of the challenges that you're facing in that regard? 
I, because I brought this up to Felix last year, and I really wanted an arrangement of, it's a song by Logic, and the title of the song is The Suicide Hotline Number. And I can never remember the number off by heart, but it's a song specifically about mental health and, you know, issues of suicide and stuff. And I remember saying to Felix, like, if we do end up doing this, I think I'd quite like that as a group arrangement. Because it is, it's a song that I adore with all my heart. And obviously, mm. it, it's very prescient to the cause that we are going to be singing for. Absolutely. I'd like to shift gears back to the album a little bit and maybe lighten the mood a, a bit and ask about, were there any Black Sheep songs? Songs that maybe you weren't originally expecting to move you the way that they did that ended up making it onto the album? There was certainly one of the songs that features, which is a cover of Big Girl, You Are Beautiful by Mika and Fat Bottom Girls by Queen. That was done last year, the year before last, for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. We'd had two members who couldn't make it up to Edinburgh through various reasons. One lived in Singapore, and so getting back would have been tricky. But we had two new people, and we re-auditioned, got two new people in, and thought, do we get them up to speed with kind of the nuances of uh, group singing, of harmonies, or do we just give them both a big solo each uh, and let them go wild? The latter prevailed. And they, <laughs> They, uh, both Angus and Tommy, who sing on that one, are wonderful, wonderful singers. They knocked that one out of the park. L like, looking back on that one, that's very kind of early in the arranging style, very early in kind of this group. It's a slightly different sound. But both soloists just came in, swung at it, and just, they sound phenomenal. They sound really, really phenomenal. I suppose the other one that came out really, really well, which um, caught me off guard, certainly was the the new James Bond theme, which is Billie Eilish's No Time to Die. It was one that we'd kind of discussed doing when it came out. We'd heard the snippets, we'd heard all these teaser trailers, and then she dropped it. And I sent Mark one word over Facebook, which was, yes. And so we went ahead with that one. And that was one that we had to do under lockdown scenario. So that was one we'd not heard all together. So when that came together and we got the first mixes back and it was just mind blowing and it's probably one of my favorites on there. Yeah. Well, it's going to be your favorite because we're going to take a moment and listen to it. Here is No Time to Die as performed by Academy, originally performed by Billie Eilish. The solo is Allie Man Clark and Seb Waddington and the arranger is Felix Dickinson. The VP is Ian Sang and Felix Dickinson. Here is Academy with No Time to Die.
blood you bleed is just the blood you owe. There is no way that you guys didn't like do that together. There's just no way. It was it's so so good. Yeah, like I say, it's everyone throwing their way. Everyone took the time to learn it. They messaged me if they had any questions. They my Zoom got such a workout. <laughs> I had a schedule. It was like a rotating window of different people. But honestly, they all came together. They sounded fantastic, and it just does sound like they're all in the same room. It's quite remarkable. A thousand percent. You had before we heard the tune about Edinburgh and I I mean obviously Edinburgh didn't, the Edinburgh Fringe did not happen this past summer do you have a, a hope a plan to try and attend this summer if it does go off we are planning on heading this summer 
if it does go ahead, hopefully, all fingers crossed, we will be able to go up there because it's such a phenomenal experience. But this year, we've had the UK VAC, which was a collective of 19 acapella groups. It's like a substitute for Fringe because the Fringe, really, most of all, especially in the acapella scene, it, it's a social event. You, especially last year for my first year, the mile, which is the place you do all the flyering, there were 15 acapella groups on there. Just walking to lunch, you'd get 80 different flyers. So you do get to meet so many people. And I think that's the element that we were missing this year. And so even if it doesn't go ahead in the same way next year, we will no doubt do something social even if it's online, even if it's to a smaller scale, just to get to know other people, because that was the main thing we wanted to do. Yeah. I, I mean, I had the privilege of speaking to the group that put that together, and it, it was so lovely to hear the, the connections they were trying to make. And like what it seemed like there, so much came out of that that was so good. I hope that that is something that you guys maintain regardless of Edinburgh and if whether or not it goes off as a way to connect. I don't know whether I dare spoil this, but they are they are still active. That that little group that you talk to, they're still very, very active uh, messaging. I would watch this space. I think there are big things to come from the UK VAC this year. I can't wait. Well, gentlemen, with everything that you have going on, I am so grateful that you took some time to sit down and speak with us about this amazing album. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel. It's been a pleasure. Same. That was Mark and Felix from Academy at the University of Bristol, and we were chatting about their debut album, Exhibit A. Tune in again next week. Thanks for listening to this week's The Pulse, only on Acaville Radio. Remember, Acaville Radio is your home for the best in acapella news, music, and video. Only at acaville.org.